up, everybody? It's Sam with Rowdy Alternative, and tonight we're with uh, Dalton Latham. Yep, yep, you got All it. All right, cool. <laughs> I should have asked you before we started, but whatever. No, you're it. good, dude. You got it. <laughs> uh, so, man, what's going on? Man, not a lot, dude. Just just uh, trying to come into the new year, right? You know. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it's another long year ahead. Hopefully, it's a busy year for you. You've been keeping busy? Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Just trying to keep up, you know. <laughs> Yeah, man. So for those who don't know, um, and I'll let you cover it, is just have you talk about it, but uh, Dalton's uh, an artist. Uh, we do a lot of things, which we're going to get into, but basically if you're into the Texas or Red Dirt scene, you most likely have seen his art before on basically 99% of the album covers out there I've come to realize. So, uh, so, uh, Dalton, man, uh, I guess let's start at the beginning. Uh, I guess what got you into just art in general and like what made you want to get started and all that? Uh, so art in general, I've just, I mean, I've always drawn and stuff like since I was a little kid, uh, and, I mean, all the way up through high school. And I mean, I took a little bit of a break, like through college and didn't draw as much. But I mean, I've just always, always enjoyed art and being creative. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then as far as like doing it for a job, mm-hmm. uh, I went to college for, for architecture at OSU. Go Pokes. By yep. the way. And uh, I realized that that was kind of like... I don't know. It was a lot of drawing buildings and I like to draw like weird stuff. I don't know if you've seen my stuff. Oh, I have. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of what, what took me off into the, doing the, the music stuff and then just been doing it ever since. Was it, um, was it, so what you do and, and I'm, forgive me, I might be ignorant to the terms and everything, but it's, it's graphic design, right? Is that the umbrella term for it? Yeah, I mean that's pretty much how everybody knows it. I mean, I sometimes say like illustration or just mm-hmm. digital media because like digital media is a little more broad. But uh, a lot of people that do graphic design don't illustrate as well. So like sometimes I differentiate. But yeah, graphic design. <laughs> okay, so like when when it comes to the uh, the music side of it, I guess let's start with uh, what got you. Who was the first artist or band? Or like, who got you into doing? I guess we'll start with the cover art stuff. Uh, yeah. So I think my first album cover was for Reed Southall Band, mm-hmm. uh, and I grew up with Reed. He's been a, a buddy of mine since we were kids, and uh, I didn't even like I wasn't really doing graphic stuff full time or anything. I was just like playing around with it at the time, and he hit me up, and I didn't. I didn't have an iPad or like a drawing tablet. I think I did it all like on an iPad with uh, like a low grade version of Photoshop and took some pictures of stuff around my house. It was for Six String Sorrow. Yeah. You've seen the cover. It's like the cow skull with the, with the guitar, like the guitar neck in it. Yeah. And so I just had a guitar and I had a cow skull at my house and, and Photoshop. And so that's, that was all she wrote there. <laughs> <laughs> was it um like, did he say like, all right, Hey, find something or what did he give you like an idea of what you wanted or man it's kind of that was a long time ago uh oh. so it's hard i don't remember exactly how it went but i'm i was i'm pretty sure i was winging it like okay it was just like oh you know just like what can you come up with and 
And, and yeah, that's what I landed on. After I got to listen to some of the songs and stuff and get a vibe. Okay, so that, yeah. Because that was mostly like, wasn't that like all acoustic? If I remember uh, right. It's been a yeah, while since I, I listened so. to. So, but yeah. But <laughs> so did you do uh, Borrowed Time then too, I assume? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Because that's a... The, what because starting out at, with like the simple photoshop stuff like you said obviously at the point we're at now with your stuff and anyone who like follows you on your socials sees it a lot like it's like you said you draw weird stuff it's cool it's it's unique stuff what uh is there like an influence behind that i guess or is it just kind of your brain wandering off to different parts trying to put some stuff together uh, yeah i mean i don't i get influenced by like a lot of stuff you know uh i mean there's a bunch of different creatives that i follow that you know like inspire me in different ways but i mean really it's stuff that i've always liked to draw even as a kid uh and that's kind of i like to try and try and impress like my teenage self you know like draw the things that i wish i could draw then so i mean that's probably my biggest influence is like just just what i was into when i was younger right Okay, so like when um, did you always? I guess we could just start like when you got into it, you, like the illustration part, like you were saying when it like around the time you did uh, Sixteen Sorrow, was did you like right then were you like I want to do the music stuff or like I want to or was it just kind of like I don't know what I want to do yet? Uh, yeah, it was all so like it all just kind of came together. Like I didn't ever really have like a big grand plan or anything like oh i want to be a i want to design album covers and do stuff for musicians uh i just really always wanted to to be creative and like be able to be creative all the time and like whatever whatever that meant and uh through doing music stuff i mean i i really got got rolling with reading them learned a lot about like kind of what what a musician or a band even needs graphic wise or visually as far as videos photos all that and uh and just kind of kept playing around with everything. And, and, you know, obviously you like some stuff more than others and the illustration stuff and the graphics, like that's really where I kind of, kind of settled in at. And uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think I ever was like, yeah, for (laughs) sure. I want to do music stuff. It just happened that way. You know, that's just who was hitting me up and (laughs) Yeah, it, like yeah. that's how that's how most things happen. I, I figured, but like, was uh, how did you did people end up coming to you, other musicians, or did you have to like network a lot? How, what was your process with that? Um, so it was mostly just people coming to me. Uh, mm-hmm. Like at first, I did network some. Like I worked with a lot of local. I lived in Oklahoma City when I first started out, and I worked with a lot of like local guys around there. This one guy, Josh Shalee, he's a rapper. I mean, I learned a lot through him and and like other musicians around there. But Reed stuff is where I really uh, was able to kind of find a home, you know, mm-hmm. in a style. And then I guess other people noticed and started hitting me up. And I mean, just kind of spiraled from there. Yeah. Was it like all at once or was it like a slow build? Uh, I mean, definitely a slow build. I wouldn't say it was all at once. Uh, you know, it was a slow start. Uh and and I did, I have reached out to people before, like in the past and stuff, but I've never been like a real big uh, like networker, you know, more okay. just kind of trying to maintain what I had coming in at a certain point. 
Well, I mean, yeah. So if it's like that, I mean, that says something about it that you didn't have to do a lot of like nothing wrong with networking. Obviously that's like a huge thing, yeah, but like, yeah, for sure. People coming to you and you like maintaining off that, like that's pretty impressive. Like, was that a surprise to you when it started kicking off? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I really kind of didn't even realize that it was kicking off when it first started happening. You know, like I didn't realize who was hitting me up. Cause I just wasn't, at first I wasn't super familiar with the mm-hmm. Texas country scene. Like I'd known Reed, I'd heard all his stuff, really liked it, but I've always been kind of more of a rock guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I like country, grew up listening to a bunch of country and red dirt stuff, but like, you know, like punk rock and, and metal yeah. and all that. So I just wasn't super familiar, but then I started the people that were hitting me up, I uh, I realized why they were hitting me up because they kind of, you know, there's like more of a rock sound happening, mm-hmm. especially in like Texas country and red dirt stuff. And I was like, oh man, I can, I can get down with some of this. And, uh, and I just found a lot of common ground with a lot of people. Yeah. And that, if you, you put it that way, I mean, you, that's the, if you look at like, cause you did, you did black sheep Austin's album cover, right? Yeah. 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 Like that. And like, I know you do merch to, or the, uh, like designs on merch, I believe. And like mm-hmm. the skeleton one. And like, so like you get, I could t- tell that that's definitely your wheel wheelhouse. Is that, does that, um, what am I trying to say? Does that your interest in the rock and metal and punk sound versus the country, does that have a lot to do with like, I guess you're, maybe your motivation, but like more like your idea for that certain person's uh, album or that certain person's like merch, like, does it make you like, okay, like that's what I want to do versus, versus just like thinking about it more and like trying harder to find an idea for it. That was long winded. I don't know if that makes any sense. (laughs) No, I think I got you. And, uh, and I mean, yeah, it always plays a factor a little bit, you know, like my core influences and the stuff that I like style wise. But I do try to um, look at each project kind of as a standalone thing and not so much like a representation of myself, but like try and find what what concept and style like best fits the the song or the album or the show or whatever it may be, you know, and try and try and stay a little bit objective. Uh but yeah, yeah. I mean, it always finds a way to be a little bit rocky. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And like anyone who's seen your stuff, like it's definitely leans more that way. And what's your um I guess just from the beginning to the end, like what's your process when you cr- create these graphics? Like technical wise and like just when it starts from here to where you get it like on your the finished product. Um so, I mean, it really, it's like everything is so different mm-hmm. because each concept is so different, each project so different, but like in general, like an album cover, for instance, or a single cover, uh, I, uh, I usually like to listen to the song or the singles or, you know, whatever ones they think represent the album the most, get kind of any like buzzwords or inspiration that they may have which sometimes they do. Sometimes they don't. It's all different. Sometimes people have like, you know, like, Hey, we want this kind of direction here, like these elements. And sometimes people are just like, you know, Hey, listen to it and like send us some ideas. So, uh, starts there conceptualizing it that way, whatever info I can find and try and I, I 
come up with some written ideas. Then we take it to a sketch and try and like line out any issues, placement stuff, all that in the sketch. And then I go do the hard outlines, all that, taking it to the computer, uh, finalize everything in Illustrator, Photoshop, whatever it is. And, and then sometimes if we have to animate it for like Spotify canvases or promo, things like that, pull it over into Premiere, After Effects, do all that. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the, much the gist of the album cover process. Okay. So then like, if you have to like, cause is when it comes to is canvas, that's when it's like, like you said, animator, right? That's like, so it's like moving and stuff. I'm ignorant to it. It's that's when yeah, it like, no, I said canvas. It's like on Spotify when you're listening to the song, like the, the graphic that's moving yeah. in the background or, or video, whatever. Yeah. Or on Apple music, whatever you use. Right. So, so in that case, like, do you do more? So you do more than just like put a, make graphics. Like you do other kind of, there's other wheelhouses you're into then like animation or. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like, like lyric videos and, uh, and oh, like a lot okay. of those promo animations and stuff like that. Like the last, uh, Southall's all I have, I did that lyric video and, uh, we turned some elements from that video into the Spotify canvas, that little moving graphic you see when the song plays. So just different stuff like that to try and expand on stuff. And and that kind of goes back to, you know, just learning what, what musicians need as far as content and, and, and learning how to, you know, be able to make that happen. So are, do you do videography or photography at all? Yeah. Yeah. I do both. I don't do them as much. Like I said, at first I kind of was just, you know, whatever it took to be, able to be creative all the time. And so I did more photo and video stuff there. I would go do promo shoots and go film shows. But uh, a lot of the bands like, so, so Reed was a big one at the beginning and Austin Mead at the beginning, I went on the road with them some and uh, they just started getting bigger and we're going on longer runs and I couldn't be gone for, for that long. You know, it's no big deal to go do a weekend run or like a week, but you know, when you're gone for a month, uh, it's a little different. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Gotcha. So was that, um, w- what were some like artists that like you look back on just in that, uh, sect, like photography, videography that like you remember is like maybe like one of your favorite times out shooting for them or a certain video that you put together for them. Uh, I mean, favorite going out on the road video stuff, definitely Reed and them, Reed South Alabama. I mean, that was, had a great time with them. All, all great dudes, always a blast. I mean, super easy to work with. And uh, and I definitely went out with them the most. So that helped too. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you get to collaborate with other like people like that? Like I know like Scoob comes to mind. Uh, who's with Reed if no one knows. But yeah, like, is there any like, do you get to collab a lot with people like that? Yeah. Yeah. And I actually love collaborating with video guys. I got a bunch of video guy friends just because like, I don't do as much of the video anymore, like more on the effects side, stuff that I can do here at home. And, uh, and those guys are out on the road, killing it, getting crazy footage. So like when we can get together, they kind of do their thing and I bring like a little graphics perspective, but I also know what they're doing and their side of things. So like just meshes real well. Uh, but even on South Hall's, newest record uh me and scoob got to collab on the on the vinyl packaging so i did all the the front 
and back covers and he came out with like, you know, when it opens up, yeah, there's like a, uh, or wait, it might not open up, but it pulls out and there's a, like a big poster of photo collage that he put together. So, and, and I think it turned out awesome. So, I, yeah, I saw pictures of it. I, I've yet to get that one. I got, uh, I have his, I have for the birds. I don't have the newest one, but yeah, it looked really sweet. Um, so do you, how's that feel when you get like a physical copy like that, especially vinyl? Cause it's just so fucking cool to look at you guys like this big, you know, it's different than a CD or like a MP3. Like how does that feel to have that like come off the presses? Dude, I, I love it. I wish everybody would do all their stuff vinyl. I mean, I hate, I hate putting together the, the files for it because the printing side of it is a little ridiculous, but I mean, getting it in person, uh, I think it's, I think it's a cool cool addition to the the listening experience uh so yeah yeah love it yeah so are you are you in the vinyl yourself uh i'm not like a big vinyl collector or anything you know but like i like to go browse record stores and i usually just buy stuff for the artwork you know yeah like if i see something cool on the packaging it's less about like listening to the vinyl yeah i I feel that i got there's uh have you i don't know if you've seen the um the cover to uh, it's old. It's Inagata De Vida. I'm sure you know the song. That old '60s like psychedelic ass. It's like 16 minutes long. It's just like that so sounds like, really familiar. Yeah, if you listened, you know it. It's like all tie dye and stuff, and like you know psychedelic down. You know, but um, but yeah, like that's the cool thing with vinyl. It's like you could just hang that up, and it's like it could be decoration as well as something you listen to. Um, yeah. yeah. So when you designed for the vinyl, like specifically Southall, did you think of that? Was that in your head at all? Like this could be like, it's more, it's a work of art other than just something you put on the shelf. Yeah. I mean, we definitely took that into account and I always say that like, like I push people for vinyl stuff, like don't even put your name on it, you know, like just Mm -hmm. make it like the, the coolest piece of art. Like when I'm going through a record store, I'm thumbing through, like, I, I don't want to see a photo of some, like, you know, just like a plain photo of somebody with, yeah. with a basic font across the top, you know, like I want something that's, that's cool and like gives me a vibe and makes me say like, oh, whoever likes this, I'm going to like whatever they sound like. And, uh, and so that was kind of even the fold out thing that Scoob made with mm-hmm. the deal. We were, we were talking about it. I remember, and we're like, dude, let's do it. Let's do it vertical. So people can hang it like a poster, you know, it's just mm-hmm. like one more thing. It's a little bonus. And uh, but it also w- was a bunch of photos in the studio that kind of told the story of the album. So like, it's just, it's cool. It's awesome, but it also is relevant. And uh, yeah. Nice. So um, is this, uh, this is your full-time gig, right? Yeah. Not, yeah. So, so when you first took that step, I asked musicians a lot because like, that's a, obviously a hard thing to quit your day job and then jump right into music. And I'd, I'd assume it's the same thing with what you do. Was that like a really difficult thing to do or was it just like gung ho? Uh, I mean, yeah, like it was difficult for sure. You know, I mean, it's like terrifying. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I had a lot of good people in my corner at the time and uh, I, I don't want to say I felt confident about it, but like I just, I had a good game plan in my head and knew what needed to be done. And, and I knew that, if I didn't take the leap and go full time, then I'm not getting enough time practicing, you know, like I always kind of looked at it as, as like my, 
education, you know, like getting out there doing it. And if I'm not practicing eight hours a day, somebody else that is practicing eight hours a day is going to, you know, I can't catch up to that. So. Right. Yeah. And like, I guess like that, that, that I talked to, uh, I don't know if you know, Kane and Bryce, but um, yeah. yeah, I talked to him last night for an interview and he basically said, he's like, you kind of have to just jump into it. Like, and yeah. like you said, if you're not working all the time to make yourself better, then you're not going to make it. And um, I think with you, because like, like I said, like anyone who listens to like Texas country and like pays attention or not country, just Texas music, it's hardly country anymore. But anyone who listens to the uh, Texas scene or Red Dirt scene, like I, I think that's, that's pretty crazy to like, like odds are they know your stuff, even if they don't know it's by you because your stuff's everywhere. Just from what I've seen, like merch, uh, I think you do tour posters too sometimes, don't you? Like the designs yeah, on yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I mean, how's that feel? Like to to know that like I'm like you're standing at a show and you're like these guys are all wearing shirts with my shit on it and they don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's most people don't know. I'm really bad about posting stuff too. Like my website is down right now. Like I. I'm, <laughs> um, terrible about putting out this stuff or like even sharing when other people put it out but uh i'm just so busy making it i like making the stuff it's not really about so much where it ends up or uh what's what's happening with it and i i kind of forget a lot of times until i'll i'll go to a show periodically and then it's kind of like a a shock like oh man that's my stuff is it's like really big over there or you know like a lot of people have it but uh most of the time i it's it's not an issue. I live out in the country in a really small town, so I don't, uh, I'm not seeing a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And that's, I, I love the like behind the scene guys, like photographers and uh, like what you do. And like, I like hearing their aspect on it. Cause like when I talk to musicians, I like to ask them like, when's the moment where you were like, Oh shit, this is happening. And um, I was just thinking, and, and you kind of answered that, but I was just thinking like, I, I went and saw Austin he, when he opened for ZZ top. And he was there in in like a like an outdoor arena, and his backdrop was the black sheep uh, uh, cover. You know what I mean? The the yeah the art for it. And like, have you ever seen something like that? And just like thought, like, okay, yeah, like I did it. Yeah, dude, I had a pretty cool experience. Uh, well, like a couple couple recently. So so like, I do some stuff for Co Wetzel, mm-hmm. and uh, I did the. Uh, the Hell Paso tours. Okay. Uh, yeah. With, with like the Grim Reaper and stuff, all those ad mats and everything. And uh, I went and saw him at the BOK center in Tulsa. And it was like on the big screen out front and like blown up real big uh, during the set. And uh, I had a buddy who was there and I was like, man, this is a, this is a pretty good spot in it. And he's like, dude, it's the freaking BOK center. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, Oh yeah, dude, no, this is, this is pretty cool. <laughs> Yeah, that's as big as you could get there. That's a OKC, right? Uh, Tulsa. There's a Tulsa. Well, Tulsa. Yeah, yeah, Tulsa. Okay, yeah, man. And I and I like look back on some of his stuff before this. And uh, didn't you de- you designed one for the uh, when Co was with Hardy, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I uh, and that was a little. I mean, that was a little ways back. Yeah, with, yeah. Like, that was the a while. smashing the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I mean, Co's big. Don't get me wrong, but Hardy's like huge. Like that's like a main. Yeah, and I didn't even know. I didn't even know who he was when I did the poster. <laughs> honestly, I was just you know it was through Co and uh, this guy Hardy put it on there. Uh, 
but yeah, I mean, that happens to me a lot. Like I kind of won't realize and then I'll, I'll do it. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that was, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Do you get hit up by like, um, artists that like aren't in your area, like someone from Nashville or someone from California or anything like that? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely Nashville for sure. And like some California, I mean, it's just kind of, kind of wherever, you know, the internet makes it where it's it, it's easy to find you now. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just for, uh, I'll ask this just for like, maybe like if there's like artists listening who like, who are like interested in finding like some graphics or getting some art, like what's your, um, way of, if they hit you up, what's the next step in that? Like, you like, all right, tell me what you want or you kind of hit on it earlier. Or is it like, here's what I have or how do you usually do that? Uh, so yeah, I just, I just kind of like see what they're feeling. You know, like sometimes they have an idea uh, mm-hmm. and sometimes it's rough. Sometimes it's more concrete. And if it's rougher, you know, I usually just try and expand on it. Like I, that's, that's probably my favorite is like getting a little bit of direction but like mm-hmm. nothing like too specific, you know, like, Hey, here's the vibe like, kind of, you know, this is what the song's about. And then I can kind of play with it to, to fit my style and what I think is going to be cool. Uh, Cause sometimes when it gets too specific, like they've got an idea in their head and, and, and I mean, even for an artist, somebody that's like super visual, it's hard to like communicate that. So mm-hmm. for people that aren't visual, you know, like <laughs> sometimes yeah. I don't get it right. Exactly. <laughs> oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah yeah um but uh yeah so um because like as an artist it's like that's like uh, people have to like know going in it's like this guy's an artist he creates art he doesn't like just translate exactly what you say like is that true it's like let me have my freedom as well (laughs) yeah yeah like i'm not a mind reader you know uh (laughs) but like I do take, I can take direction, you know, like we can, we can mold this and kind of get to where you want to be ideally. Uh, but like, I do like it when people trust my professional opinion, just like, you know, to run with a little bit of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I equate that a lot to like tattoo artists too. It's like, that's why like you get like, you go to get a tattoo. If it's like, you know, obviously just having words written is different than getting like a portrait of something. It's like yeah. half the fun is what they come up with. And yeah, like yeah. Do, do you do most people kind of recognize that kind of thing? Yeah, and like more and more, you know, like at first it was more people were more specific about stuff and like kind of would would ask like, "Hey, I need a drawing of this, whatever." But now I get a lot more of like, "Hey, we want, you know, we want your thoughts on it. We want, you know, some creative direction on things and kind of just to see where your mind's at with it." And so that's what I like to do. Usually I give people like three to five like kind of verbal rough ideas. And then we hone in from there and, and tweet. Right on. Um, do, uh, do you uh, have like a few, if you would point someone to say like, here's like my favorite, like cover art graphics that I did. Would there any come to mind? Don't want to put you on the spot, but do any come to mind that you're like, these are what I think of when like, I'm real proud of these ones. Uh, Oh man, that's a tough one because there's a lot of them, and I like a lot of them. You know, I don't know if I have well, any yeah, favorites. Yeah, probably like all of them. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the most part, you know, sometimes some, I, I, they get tweaked in ways I don't like, but 
Uh, I like most of them. All right, that's the, fine. My favorite, favorite wise, I don't know, like some of the staple ones that like I feel like really kind of helped kick things off were uh, the like borrowed time and mm-hmm. and black sheep. Those were those were t- two of the first ones where I felt like all oh, these are like this is a real album cover, you know? Uh, yeah. Right on. Yeah. I mean, like that, that's the one, that's the first ones I saw when I like got introduced to your work. Um, here's, here's something. What do you think about this bullshit AI art thing that's just come about? What are your thoughts as a human being on that? Man. Uh, I was like pretty worried about it at first, you know, I was like, Oh dude, this is like putting out some really pretty crazy things. Mm-hmm. but uh the more and more i got into it i mean it just like for one it doesn't exist without humans making art you know because it's all pulled references from people like me real like illustrators and uh and they're just like combining what everybody's done and compiling it from whatever you input in there so not a huge fan that it's almost kind of like stealing but it is a cool tool i just don't think like it's gonna replace people you know like yeah, it's, you know, it's hard enough for clients to tell me what they want. Like they're not going to be able to tell the computer, and it's going to get it right. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't think it has much staying power at all. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to get more integrated into people's processes as time goes on. Like, I don't think it's going anywhere, but uh, I don't think, I don't think people like me are going anywhere either. Uh, we're just going to, you know, have to learn to adapt with it a little bit and be able to to use it to our advantage. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you can't, like you said, you can't ask direction from AI. Like you, like if you would want, God forbid they want to be specific about something and like, what are you going to do? Like tell a computer? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause I mean, AI can't listen to the song, come up with the concepts, go back and forth with the artist, like in the way that, you know, uh, like it can make cool stuff, but I just don't think it can make as meaningful stuff, you know? Right. Um, so being involved with the with with uh, the senior in, where you have to have had some pretty pretty cool like experiences, uh, just aside from your work. Are there any that like you look back on like fondly that like wow this was pretty damn cool? Um. So just recently, I did uh, I did the posters and stuff for for Highway Thirty at Texas mm-hmm. Motor Speedway. Oh, and. Uh, and I got to go to that and see Stained, like, just up close and personal. And, like, you know, I really loved Stained as a kid. I mean, still do. Yeah, and, they uh, rock. And, yeah, dude, it was pretty surreal. I was like, oh, man, these are all my graphics around these guys. You know, it's like a killer band. Sounds incredible still. I'm, like, right here. So, I mean, yeah. it was Damn, cool. dude. I couldn't imagine. That, that's just crazy for for – because, like, Obviously, we all like growing up. Everyone doodles and shit, and like I think everyone had that one like in grade school doodling on homework and shit. People thinking like, yeah. at least me is like I want to be an artist when I grow up. And then like you actually do it, and like seeing your your stuff everywhere, like that that just seems like crazy. And I couldn't imagine that feeling. And you're very humble about it. It's it's funny you said that. Uh, you're living in the middle of nowhere and you don't really see it much when like, but (laughs) then you go to like these shows, like you go to, I don't know, like calf fry or something in Stillwater and see all these 
merch booth set up and you're just looking down the row and it's like, yeah, there's Reed's, there's all, or whoever, like Co's and like seeing your art there. Um, was, uh, what do you, um, I, I was listening to, uh, a podcast you were on. I don't know how old it is. Like from last year, I think it was. I guess I, I try to like do some research. I know. Just it's and very unique. <laughs> yeah, I know. I try not to sound like a complete idiot. I do that well enough. But um yeah, and like what we might as well plug him. It sounded like you were involved with it. It was like nomad something. Oh yeah, yeah. So Drew Seals, he's one of my video buddies. He does I mean killer work. Uh and uh yeah. What's that all about? That was uh, the the podcast, just the uh, like or that. Nomad Collective, Nomad Collective, yeah. Okay, so that's that's Drew's. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Like, really, not. I don't know production company, video company, or just like you know. He that's he's a videographer, super creative guy. We're actually fixing to work on a project here in the next week, and uh, he uh, that's that's his little collective. I don't know. I don't want to get too specific on it, and like you know be wrong yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> that's he would fine. describe it but yeah check him out drew seals it's killer yeah yeah i wanted to give him a shout out it sounded like he had a cool thing going on out there um do yeah. you uh yeah do you uh sell any prints for people listening uh just no i mean i have some and i'll like take them to like little pop-up booths here and there uh and uh yeah i don't know like i i I try and keep my personal art a little bit away from being a job, you know, like I don't want to put too much stress on that. Like I do eventually want to sell prints online and do all that stuff. But most of what you see that like isn't client work on my Instagram, it's more just like me getting stuff out of my brain onto, you know, to put out there. Yeah. No, I mean, that is, that's perfectly fine. Cause like a lot with things like this, like things like that, things like having a podcast or, you know, whatever it's like, it, it, when it becomes a job, sometimes it's hard to do. So you do have to separate that to still have fun with it. Was that a yeah. struggle for you when you did it full time? Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I think everybody that does something that they, you know, are passionate about has probably run into that because, you know, you got to make money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes everything not as great. But, uh, I mean, I wouldn't say I've like really struggled with it because I I, I enjoy all the work side of it too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just hate the more managerial stuff. Yeah, but but the client work, like I've been I've been real lucky and had a lot of good clients, and and that's why I really like the music industry a lot. It's because I've gotten to be real creative with the concepts, and uh, it's not so so corporate where I'm just like doing doing a text logo here and there. Like I, I get to draw a lot of the stuff that I would like to be drawn anyway. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so with it being the new year and we got a whole new year ahead of us, are there any like specific plans that you have or goals you want to have for 2024? Uh, mm, just keep working. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah, just, just keep doing it, you know, like (laughs) keep growing, keep getting better, you know, but that's, that's, that's every day. Right. Yeah. It's every day. You got to do it. Um, but hey, Dalt- Dalton, man, thanks for hopping on. I appreciate it. I've been wanting to get you on for a while. Um, so uh, if you want to plug anything, especially like on where where musicians could reach you or anyone could reach you for art, uh, go ahead. Oh uh, yeah, just uh, I mean, follow me on my Instagram by Dalton Latham. Uh, 
and that's that's the best way <laughs> yeah but yeah dude i appreciate it yeah absolutely man uh but yeah everyone uh check him out check his art out it's dope it's it's very unique it's not something you'll see everywhere it's really cool and uh and while you're at it, uh, check out Rowdy Alternative on Instagram, all the socials, as well as Raise Rowdy. Visit RaiseRowdy.com. And thanks for listening. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>